following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. to the Starry Night Theater podcast. I'm your host, Alex. I'm your other host, DJ. And today it's episode eight, and we have something a little different for you guys. Right, DJ? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thought you would just go right into it. I didn't know how far you're gonna go with it. Okay. Well, I'll I'll say what it is. Yeah. Um so a couple of weeks ago we asked you all to send in questions about the theater, about us. And we're going to answer those today, which I think will be really fun. Yeah. It was your idea, so I'll let you take the credit. Oh. Well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I, are we just going to start? Do we want to talk no, about something I have, else? No, I have a, little, a okay. little business to get through beforehand. Oh, okay. Uh, first, I'm just, I am so tired today. <laughs> yeah, he does not seem to have energy. It's a time change, I think. Also, oh, I stayed up late. Yeah, that's, you messed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't think about it. We, uh, I was hanging out with friends. We watched uh, Sweeney Todd and Here We Sit. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, so I'm just tired. And then I couldn't find my car keys this morning. <laughs> so I am like... <laughs> he, he's a mess. I'm all out of sorts. <laughs> but I do have enough wit about me to, one... <laughs> Ask questions. Well, yeah, to do that. But also to not say a few words i will not say <laughs> absolutely for sure totally and there's something else that, i can't that's a remember. Lot to remember yeah i won't remember i can't even re- i lose my car keys maybe twice a week so like so, wait so why is this such a big deal well because usually i find them mm. but i didn't <laughs> <laughs> so i took my mom's car thank you mom <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so I won't say those. And then there's one more thing. Vanessa has been really looking into this case. Oh, my God. This acting <laughs> class case. She's really she's really going to town for us. She I, she knows the friends you're talking about. What? 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 You said you mentioned two people, a guy and a girl, who were, like, best friends. Yeah. Yeah, so she knows you them. guys were knocking me because you're like, oh wow, that gives a lot of information. Clearly, it did. Yeah, I mean, it did. Oh it God. did to her. So she she knows them. I I forget their names because it's my memory. So I don't know. I'll have to ask her again. But wow, I thought you she, would come with better. Well, this hear me out. <laughs> okay. She found a picture. <gasps> what? Of one of them as a nerd. And you were not in the nerd group. I wasn't? No. Which means there's two more groups to go. Wait, two more? Isn't it just nerd and like popular? 
Oh, I don't know. I thought it was like I thought she said three. I thought it was like nerd, jock, and like oh. goths or something. Goths? <laughs> what? I do not remember that. I don't know. I I feel like that's like the group. I don't know. Maybe not. Oh. I don't know. So one group is ruled out. We have one third of the class, I think. Unless there's four <laughs> groups, I don't know. But did she get this off her MySpace? No, she still can't get into her MySpace, but she's working on it. So do you know how she found this picture? No. She's a detective. <laughs> okay. A detective. That's all I know. So I we're getting close. Picture. Yeah, I gotta we're, see this picture. Yeah. Yeah, we're getting real, real close. <laughs> I'm feeling it. The are we, are you trying to find a picture of me? Yeah. Oh, that's harder. Well, that's I th- the whole I thought, point. I thought we were just trying to find a picture of the class. No, I know the class was a thing. I was in the class. <laughs> exactly. I yeah, think, but you I know what? We, I thought we just wanted a picture for fun. I think it was filmed. What? I think it was recorded. One, because it's parents coming, so I'm sure a parent recorded something. Although it was harder back then, because you can just hold your phone up. But I remember, so I had a mishap during it. During the last part, I somebody stepped on my shoe. I think it was Dan Passell. Shout out to Dan. Love Dan. Um, and my, I think my mom was sitting on the bench. Or someone was sitting on the bench that I know. So she helped me put it back on. And like I was completely out of line. And so everyone already got up on stage because like, we would come through the audience. And then everyone was already up on stage. So then I ran in front of everyone on the stage to get into my place. <laughs> like a true unprofessional. <laughs> because wow. my shoe was coming off. So I, I feel like I've seen that again. Unless I'm just seeing it in my nightmares, I've I've seen that again, that moment. Because I'm like, oh, there I go. Wow, someone has to have a film. My mom said she remembers me taking the class. She didn't exactly remember <laughs> the performance. But, okay, she it was a long time ago. Yeah, it was. She has five kids, so you know what? Yeah. I don't blame her. I don't blame her either. I would have forgot too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so but she said she'd think about it like <laughs> try to regain those memories <laughs> i haven't asked my dad yet but i'm gonna look for the vhs because i i assume that's what it would be on unless <laughs> it's on a dvd but i feel like i don't know i don't know i feel like it would that was dvd time 2007 2006 i guess there there are some shows that are on vhs that i think is really cool wow. yeah just pop it in, pop in a bad boy and let it go. A VHS. <laughs> I love, I love watching like VHS <laughs> tapes are the coolest things. No, I know. Just like <laughs> the phrase you used. That's what it is. Oh God. All right. Is that it? I'm ready for questions now. <laughs> I think I, I should ask the first one because it's more so directed towards you. Oh, shoot. Okay. Got it. Okay. I'm ready. Ready? Yes. Ready? I've been ready. (laughs) 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 All right. So first question, it's anonymous. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's set that up. So we had either you could anonymously ask us a question or you could comment straight on the post or just text us. Most people anonymously asked, which is cool. So we'll keep you anonymous. If you didn't, we'll say your name. We'll give you a shout out. Yeah. Like, Vanessa asked some really great questions. Yeah, Jenna asked one. Tracy, Ari. I don't know. You you know who I, I don't. Yeah, that's. I think that's it. I think everyone else was anonymous. Okay. All right. Well, this one, this is 
There's three. Oh. In this one question. Okay. So I'll read the whole thing. What goes into designing a set? What's your process of sketching and building? How do you come up with music for shows? Um, pass. <laughs> this is too much to be the first question. It's, no, this is a good question. It is. These are good questions, but yeah, yeah, it's a lot. Um, do you want to start with the first one? Yeah, what was the first one? Well, actually, the first two go together. What goes into designing a set? What's your process of sketching and building? Yeah, so designing a set, you just have to know the show. If you know the show backwards and forwards, a set is easy to design because you know um, the different spots. Sometimes I like to draw a set first because I'll never direct a show or be part of a show that I don't know at all. So like I'll, I'll know a little bit about it and design a set off of that, and then I'll read it and like dig into it and see how the set changes or maybe it doesn't change. Like maybe I just guessed it perfectly. Like my Frankenstein set changed a million times. My Sweeney Todd set. I, f- I just found it. I've been designing it since like July wow. and like, just like, not like, you know, everyday work, no, no, yeah. but like, just like, Oh, this idea, this could be cool. This could be cool. Um, his, like his chair has to be up in the arch. So that's something I knew before I even knew the story as well as I do now. Cause like you can't miss that, yeah. Slitting throats right. in the right. arch, like yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. So <laughs> now I finally found it. So like that took a long so, time. So you lost it? It was just in piles? No, it was no. It it was just different. <laughs> Wait, what? Like what do you mean? so, I in in my original design, like the pie shop was always right oh, underneath the arch. You found the design you want. I found the design Got I want. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you. Like misplaced your sketches or something. I, I have, yeah. <laughs> that That's partially why I have an office because I've designed so many sets or written down so many things and I just no idea where they are. Absolutely no. I'm the most disorganized human being on the face of the earth. <laughs> like, Were you the close. kid in school that just stuffed his backpack with p- his papers? Oh, yeah. Like no folders, no oh, binders. Yeah. No, well, no, I had a folder, but I had one folder. Like my mom would buy me all these nice supplies, and like at the beginning of the year, I'd be like, "Yes, I'm, I'm gonna do this." <laughs> and then, I think there's pictures. Like, I I would just have one folder, and I'd put every piece of paper I ever got into this folder, and it was massive. And like, I I'm, the principal walked in at one point, and she's like, "You have to clean this out." I'm like, "Okay," and I never did. Oh, wow. And then I would just throw that folder into my backpack. I wouldn't put it into the the folder part. I would just put it inside. <laughs> so, and then I would just toss it in my backpack, and my backpack is full. Like, your papers were crumpled. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, no. I could not deal with that. I, I am a mess. My car has become my new backpack, and it's just like <laughs> everything is launched in there. It's so bad. I I envy people who can be organized. I just can't. It doesn't work. I, I Yeah. My, my car, I like to have my car organized clean but have stuff in the back for like the apocalypse in <laughs> yeah, case something yeah. happens all right well yeah, no. we're off topic okay yeah okay sorry what oh yeah yeah set that's how i design <laughs> but then then there's there's always a big transfer from getting it from the paper to the stage yes. and there's always a miscalculation or like oh there's a little more space here so i have to add a little something no matter how many sets I design, that will always happen. So how do you... Okay, so I was thinking about this with um, Frankenstein. 
how do you just like look at the stage and you're like for 30 scenes and you need all the the small amount of space for 30 scenes how do you divide what's going to be what on the stage that was really a daunting task that i i put off like till the end so like i, I kind of did everything else before that like designed the scenes and designed everything and like i didn't even know where they were exactly going to be yet and eventually like you have to so i just wanted everything to be different like be yeah i wanted to use every inch of the set and um i, I just eventually got to like that set changed so many times like the forest was never supposed to be on the whole time and i don't know stuff just keeps changing and evolving so it's like all right i'll have all the outside scenes here um and i wanted to make like distinct changes like like the curtains and the fireplace and stuff like then you know you're inside uh and i really like using like the two upper upper decks mm-hmm. on either side and i feel like i've i've underutilized those in the past so i just really wanted to use every every inch so it is different like okay now we're in a whole different spot yeah do you I really didn't have a question, but I thought I was going to come up with something. Um, Next. No, how how long does it take you to come up with it? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's just um, how long? Yeah. It takes a while. Uh, usually, <laughs> it takes a while because, like, I'll just look at a blank piece of paper and I'll just sit there. I'll just I'll, look at a blank piece. Of paper. I'll just sit there for a while and just think. And like, okay, well, uh, I have to stop saying like, too. Um, <laughs> I probably dropped it 50 times in this episode. So I'm I'm just looking at a piece of paper and I don't know. Uh, sometimes I'll just draw, I'll draw the stage and then I'll go through like 100 sheets and, and figure it out. I have a question. How did you start designing a set? Like when you first, when you designed your first set, was your dad like, here, you do this? Or were you like, can I do it? I actually don't remember. That's a a good question, though. Um, I don't know what the first one I designed. I remember really liking it when we were in Tennessee and I drew up an idea for A Night of Dark Intent. Because I, I think I really just wanted to work on that and be involved. That might have been like the first that I tried to, to really get into. And... Like I, I just I wanted to be involved any way I could. So like I, I read the script a lot and I was listening to the music a lot and uh I don't know, we were in Tennessee and I just I drew it and from there I think it just snowballed. Like since I couldn't be in it, I'm like I want I don't know. Wanna do something? I wanna do something with it. Did you always draw growing up? Yeah. Yeah. That used to be like my, my passion. Really? Yeah. Wow. I, I wanted to be a, a comic book artist as a kid. What? Yeah. Because I love Batman and I love drawing, so. So, where did that go? Why, why did why did why did you stop? I, I don't know. I I don't remember when I stopped either. It just kind of like disappeared. Like the theater took over. Yeah, I think so. But like, I still draw and I still try to draw as much as I can. But I know I could have if if I just like practice more. I think I could have been really good. And you could be, not could have been. Well, I mean, now I now I don't know. Now I lost it. You didn't lose it. You just have to practice. Yeah, there was a time though when like everything I did just looked like I, I mentioned this before. Like, it just looked like a a, a rip off of Tim Burton stuff because mm. I just love Tim Burton. 
so I don't know. I would make like all like the, I have a picture on my Instagram. I'd make all, all the, the pointed chins and the like super skinny bodies and disproportionate stuff. Like, I don't know. It was just, that was, it was always fun to, to draw though. Or like have, have, um, like the, the people in corpse bride where like the oh, yeah. husband's really short and fat and the the <laughs> wife's like super tall and her hair is huge. Yeah. Stuff like that. So I, I, I did that for a while and then it just, I don't know, just stopped. I, yeah. I think I got too busy. Would you like to get back into that? Yeah. I almost said absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yes, I would love to get back into that. <laughs> All right. Well, one more. How do you come up with music for shows? Um, You find it. Wow, your answers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's How do it's, you find it's it? all part of the creative process. You right. Think what is of your it, creative process? It's different for every show. How do you start to look for music? music. When you when you're like, okay, for Frankenstein, this are you just like this is the kind of music I hear in my head when I think of Frankenstein and then you go and find that music? Um it started with I wanted to do all what are they called? Like classic pieces for Frankenstein. So I didn't have like one spooky song on my original playlist. It was it was all classical, Mozart, Beethoven, stuff like that. And I think that could have been really, really cool. But I don't know. I just went a, a different direction. How did you find those songs that you used? Like did you go on YouTube and just search a certain word and found it did you well i looked up copyright free songs <laughs> okay. and you're very limited and i've i've uh, a couple things like showed up so I, I just explored them and went down a rabbit hole and eventually got to what i used how many songs did you listen to before you picked them oh hundreds i wouldn't listen to full songs though yeah yeah and names names of songs. I'm so simple that like names of songs really have to drag me in. And, and if they don't, then I'm like, I don't know. I could be missing like the greatest piece of music ever, <laughs> okay, but like so you it's judge a stupid a book name. By its cover, basically, is what you're saying. Sometimes, yeah. Once you're like two hours in, I'm like, I don't just give me a yeah, song no, for this. And the name is like Spring Flowers. Like, no, I'm not gonna <laughs> no. Get out of here. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. Okay, so that's that question? Uh, yeah, I don't have any more questions for you. Cool, we're one question down. <laughs> what is a show you've always wanted to direct? <laughs> is this for me? It's for both of us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I probably should have looked at these questions beforehand. You should have sent me these questions beforehand so I had time to think about my answer. I'll answer first. I really have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> So if I answered this a few months ago, it would have been Frankenstein. And now, this might catch people off guard, I would love to direct The Greatest Showman. I don't think that catches me off guard. I know. How yeah, you know me, though. Yeah, I know how much you like that. Yeah. But like, I feel like I'm not like the musical oh, type. I mean, you're doing Sweeney Todd, so... Yeah, he's slitting throats like crazy, <laughs> and this is... Big musical <laughs> numbers, circus tents. Do you think you could ever do The Greatest Showman at the theater? Yeah. I mean, they're definitely going to make a, a musical out of it if they don't wake up and do it. 
They're going to, and it'll be on Broadway. And then there's some certain rules. Like, obviously, you have to apply for each show. Like, we don't just pick a show out of thin air. Like, oh, let's do this. Yeah. And legalities and all that fun stuff. So, like, it, they'll make it. It'll be on Broadway for however many years. And then eventually, like, down the line, like, oh, yeah, now community theaters can do it. But it takes years and years and years and years. So maybe when I'm old. But I'd love to. I love that movie. I love the music. I would love to stage it. I, I already drew a set for it. You know, I think you'd be upset to hear that I've never actually watched. It's just crazy to me. It's crazy <laughs> to me. I've seen mm, parts, maybe, like yeah. a few, but that's it. I never... <laughs> it it wears you down like something I've never seen. So we went to the movies to see it. It was Carla, Mike and I, Carla Ryan and I, I don't know, something like that. And right when it came out, and I was like, yeah, whatever. It's fine. And then I watched it again. Like, I'll give it one more try, whatever. And I'm like, the songs are so good. I just, I, I love these songs. And then I watched it again. And then I watched it like 4,000 times. And Carla was always, yeah, whatever. It is what it is. And however many times she watched it, that's what she was. Until one time, she suggested that we watch it. And then she, it, it became like one of her comfort movies. She has like a few comfort movies and it's always like Santa Claus or, oh my God, what's the other one? Lindsay Lohan as twins. Um, Parent Trap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she, she watches those ones or I think The Greatest Showman kind of snuck its way in there because she <laughs> loves the music because the music is so good. And musical people, okay, here we go. I am like... I differ from musical people in so many ways. I mean, not a bad thing. It's probably my thing. But like I love Greatest Showman and, and the people who are in the musicals who like know like every musical and well actually this means this and this whatever. I don't care. I just want to listen to the music and have a good time. And a lot of the musical people are like, Yeah, it all sounds the same. Like you can't differ the songs from Greatest Showman. I can. <laughs> I don't I don't care about chords or notes or what i don't i don't care it sounds good to me i'm having a good time while listening i don't care <laughs> so that's it. i also i'm not gonna bring this up i'm not gonna bring it up why because i'm gonna lose credibility if i do so i can't say no that. i gotta know or, or unless you tell me just not on the podcast <laughs> well now i gotta say it on the podcast but like this is i'm gonna lose all credibility okay so don't say it don't say it that's our spice for today. Don't say it. I think I, I'll say it. I'll say it. <laughs> I, all right. Angela Lansbury, rest in peace. Fantastic Mrs. Potts. I don't love her in Sweeney Todd. I haven't, I've seen Sweeney Todd, but a long time ago. So I don't know who she's playing. She's love it. Oh. I don't. I don't like it. Here's all right. Here's my thing, and I'm sorry to any old people out there. But once Johnny Depp uh, did the movie and 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 played Sweeney Todd, that's what people like want to see. Mm-hmm. They don't want to see old people. Oh, this old guy's running a barber shop. Like I, I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't do it for me. You get, and I know Johnny Depp's no young person. Yeah, but he's Johnny Depp. I mean, come on. Yeah. I love Johnny Depp. He just fits that role. He could do anything and it'd be good. So, like, 
I don't know. It, it, it's it changed, and I like the movie. I know a lot of of true musically inclined people don't like the movie. I love it because I love Tim Burton and I love Johnny Depp, and it's I, fun. I really liked the movie. It's fun, and they cut out a lot of songs and they cut out. And it's like I get that. Like if you're mad about that, yeah, that rightfully so. But it's fun. It's still a good time, and it's a take on it. So get over it. But like, also, it, it was long. I f- remember. Yeah, it was a long movie. The movie's like two hours. Yeah, and the show is like two hours and a half. So, yeah. But I, I like, I like the movie, and I like what they did with the movie. I think it's a good take. I think it's fun. And Angela Lansbury is is a great singer, great actor, great everything. And I'm going to get absolutely slaughtered and lose all credibility for saying that. But I just, (laughs) I can't get behind it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everyone. Okay, sue me. <laughs> I saw somebody because I so I looked it up first, and somebody put it like on a message board or Reddit or something. They're like, I, I, she doesn't do it for me. Am I the only one? <laughs> and just got ripped apart, just shredded. <laughs> and so I'm sorry, but I agree. I agree. I've I've listened to that soundtrack like four million times. That's oh. it. That's my hot take. That is the spice. Oh, that. <laughs> that that is hot. It's steaming hot. I'm sorry. We should have a boo soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just give it a listen. You give it a listen. It's like, eh. and everyone hates Helena Bottom Carter as as Love It. Wait, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, I. She, yeah, she's not a great singer. I think it's fun though. It's a yeah, fun movie. But like, I feel like she plays the character well. Yeah, yeah, it's fun and it's it's gothic and it's yeah. creepy and it's over the top and it's a musical and it's fun. That's all I'm looking for. I'm looking for a good time. Is that what you're looking for? I'm looking for a, that's all I need. <laughs> all right. And I'm watching this movie or this show to have a good time. And Angela Lansbury delivers a good time, but it's <laughs> it's not my cup of tea. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. I'm done. <laughs> Get me out of this podcast. We've done like two oh questions in like 40 God. minutes. It's only been 25, but okay. Okay. Um. Okay, so <laughs> I've never really thought about – I more so think about directing films than I do directing plays and yeah. musicals. Um, I guess for the theater scene, it would be cool if I could direct Phantom of the Opera Ooh. just because that's my favorite musical ever. I remember seeing it when I was in second grade, I want to – wait, was it second grade? Or was it sixth grade? Either way, I was young. And uh, I think I saw it at Shays. And I just loved it. I loved the music. It makes me cry. It makes me... Like, I think that was the first thing I saw that made me love theater and acting and all that. That's cool. I like mm-hmm. that. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that's my answer. All right. Greatest Showman and Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think I'm more of like a low-key, smaller, simpler kind of uh, artist, I guess. Like, if I were to direct something, it would not be this massive, fantastic... Phantom of the Opera? I know, which is... That is like the biggest... I, the, the opposite, <laughs> I know. But I mean, that's why my answer is, okay, from a theater, that's what I would... That's what I would love to eventually get to. Yeah. But that that would take a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
that, yeah. But I mean, I more so think about films, I guess. So. Yeah. I thought of another one. Okay. A Christmas Carol. And that one's a lot more achievable because it's actually a show and we do it a lot. So I love it. I've talked about my obsession with it before. So yeah, one day. That's it. Greatest showman and Christmas girl. I feel like you'll get that day soon. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. (laughs) Okay, so that's achievable for you. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my my turn. Yeah, it's your question. I asked that question. I forgot what the question was when I went on my Angela Lansbury thing. Okay. Oh, God. What's your favorite memory from the theater? Next. <laughs> There's just too many. There's oh, so many memories. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We really should have gone over these questions beforehand. I'm really Yeah, but they're, okay. I had been there for 20-something years. There's no way I'm going to pick one memory and be like, this is it. All my memories. Meeting all my friends. Is there one that stands out? No. Wow. You're really giving them. Well, okay. I I said meeting all my friends, uh, meeting Jed, meeting Carla, meeting... I didn't meet Ryan there, so not meeting Ryan. I met Ryan at school. (laughs) Uh, Meeting Ben, meeting you. I don't know. Meeting Madison. All, all of them. Meeting Jenna. I don't want to miss. I don't want to leave anyone out. <laughs> meeting Kirsten. <laughs> everyone. Meeting everyone. Okay. The relationships I've built. Yeah. That I, is my I favorite. I agree. I agree. I think that's the biggest thing that I've taken out of from the theater. Is yeah. These relationships. Yeah. Which are important, and you know they grow to be sentimental. Yes. I'm trying to think if I do have a favorite memory. Um, no. Yeah, it's so it's so hard. We did a video where we asked this. Really? You were on the video. Oh, yeah. I never saw that video. We showed it at one of the parties. I don't. So remember. you didn't show up to the party. That's okay. not true. Cool. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um. Meeting all you guys, that's our answer. Yeah. I love it. I, I would say my I would say me joining. I think that's what you said in the, the video. <laughs> so <laughs> Well that there checks you go. out. Yeah. Me joining. I I love that I auditioned and I have now a group of friends that I love and bring me joy. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Love it. Okay, your turn. Okay. Have you ever had a bad experience with the audience when acting in a show? Yeah. (laughs) I have a couple. But, like, sometimes it's just real simple. Like, somebody's, like, opening a 12-inch sub in the middle of, like, a monologue or something. Which is just okay. Aren't they not allowed to have food? I don't. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what they're opening, but like, there's been multiple times where it sounds like like they got a party sub out there and they're just unwrapping the the, the tin foil or whatever's on it. I don't know how you make that much sound as a human being. <laughs> it is wild to me. It'll be like the most important scene or something, and like, oh, now is the time. Now is the time. Let me feed this party of people. Uh, there's also a time. This isn't the audience. But 
it was all through the night. The last time we did it, the time I directed, Vanessa has a very emotional monologue, and I was on stage like sleeping, and I remember just hearing like the loudest crash, but it didn't stop. <laughs> what? And then you just kept going. Well, then we find out. Everybody in the theater finds out at the same time that the donation train is going outside the theater, directly outside, <laughs> during this super emotional part. So you're like the, the crashing and the, the eh, eh, and <laughs> the Christmas music. And I I just felt so bad for Vanessa. I felt so bad for her. It's her first time playing it. So emotional. And she's like, <laughs> outside. So It was so ridiculously loud <laughs> i it was awful it was so bad um i honestly i i just feel like when the audience doesn't react to jokes oh, is awful yeah um i've like heard comments here and there like maybe someone talking about something like Oh, okay. That wasn't that great, or something like that. But you yeah. can like hear them on stage. Yeah, that's not nice. <laughs> this is what here we sit is about, which is why I love it. It's just like the craziest stuff that we've seen or encountered. Um, yeah, we show on stage. That's pretty much it for me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, nothing too crazy. Like there's that Ryan incident I talked about where he's the only yeah. one who laughed. That was bad. I mean, I think that's pretty much it, though. Was it my turn? Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Sorry about that. Who picked 9.30 in the morning <laughs> for these things? Uh, you did. I know, I know. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you have a favorite memento from a show? Something unique you gave to a director? Um, okay, so the favorite thing I got or get is when the cast signs a poster or a card. I prefer it on the poster because I, I, that's so cool. And you have this, this memory forever. I have three hanging up in my office. I just yesterday got the one from Frankenstein. It's in this like beautiful frame. It's, yeah, I saw that Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> the picture is so <laughs> stupid. Um Yeah. I love it, and and supposed to, and it's framed, and people wrote nice stuff on it. I I love that. That's my favorite gift. Like you could give me a million dollars or that, and I'll I will take the million dollars. You can give me like a thousand dollars or that, I'll take that because oh it's just meaningful and I love it. Well, that's nice. The favorite thing I've given was for the lodger, um, Carla, Mike, M, and myself. Took my dad to uh, the Wax Museum in Canada. He loves Wax Museums, and like that was a big part of the play. So the cast gifted, I think, the tickets to do that. Well, his ticket, not my ticket. Wow. Yeah, so that was my favorite because it was just a fun experience. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Um, I don't have a memento from a show. Just don't. You don't take anything with you? No, <laughs> there's nothing. <laughs> um, something was taken from me, though. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Who did it? Um, well, I don't know. Because uh, for A Night of Dark Intent, yeah. we had to bring in 
something, a, a couple of things just for like our character to have. And I brought in a pocket watch. And after the show ended, I don't know where that pocket watch went. It was in this black velvet bag. I remember you talking about this. Yeah. And I, it was, I, cause I think the show ended and then left, went home. And then the next day I was like, oh shoot. Or maybe a week later. I don't know. I don't have that. So then I went back and we tried looking and we couldn't find it at all. So it's lost in the sauce somewhere. Well, next time we see somebody walking around in public with a pocket watch. <laughs> well, because Ryan had them. a pocket watch in uh, Yes, Virginia. And I was like, oh, wait, is that mine? No, it wasn't. Yes, Virginia was before it. What? Oh, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. <laughs> I was thinking Out Wilderness. I don't know why. I'm, I'm done for it. I'm done. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I can't, I can't find it. I looked everywhere in the green room. Can't find it. Yeah, that's weird. That's weird. And I think your dad has like a collection of, uh, them for, for, for <laughs> stolen for, pocket no, watches. No, no, <laughs> just like for the shows. Like, oh, you need a pocket watch? Because I remember I went down to his office one time when I was looking for it and he had a few and mine wasn't there. Oh. So it's just gone in the abyss and in, into the abyss of the green room somewhere. maybe once we figure out the acting class thing we'll take that on and we'll question people live on air <laughs> when was the last time you saw this and that was that was from my my mom got that for me for christmas i've never seen you wear it because i don't have it <laughs> <laughs> let's bring that back but I also like pocket watches. yeah no that, i was into that stuff yeah. <laughs> I like that old-fashioned stuff but i honestly it didn't bother me as much. I was just like, whatever, let it go. It's fine. I don't need it. And it's, if anything at all, it's at the theater. So the theater has it. And I'm not mad about that. We'll find it. We'll get, we'll get to the bottom <laughs> of it. I mean, I don't care. Like, you can keep it and use it, I guess, now. Well, if you find it, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I want it back. With. When I come in next week, suit and tie, <laughs> pocket watch hanging out. <laughs> we'll see how you respond. All right. All right. Next question. Have you seen anything paranormal at the theater? <laughs> Me? No. Wow. <laughs> wow. I've, I've seen the pictures, which I think are really cool. Have you seen the pictures? I think I've seen it one or two, maybe. Yeah, there's, I think there's two. I mean, yeah, there's no, more I, than two. I, I believe in ghosts and spirits. Yeah. Um, I haven't personally experienced anything at the theater but i do believe in them i did an interview for my old high school uh i don't know a month ago maybe and he asked has anything paranormal ever happened to you i said no not really that same day it was a zoom interview so i go upstairs that same day <laughs> my dad amanda and i are talking about her character who was the ghost in Frankenstein. She was a mother in Frankenstein. And we're all just talking. We're on the other side of the theater by the ghost light. And across the, the, the room, a uh, hammer just plunges off a seat. Like <laughs> it like it stood up and just jumped off the seat. And we're all like, yep, that was that happened. So and for no reason, like the, the hammer's just chilling on a seat. Why would it fall off? Why would it wait until there's just three people left? <laughs> I don't know. These are the paranormal questions. But it sat there all all through the show. 
probably for weeks sat there and just at this point randomly dies off. I don't know. Paranormal. Well, well, do you think the spirits in the theater are nice? I don't know. Are they good or are they bad? I maybe good. I don't know. I like to believe they're good. Sometimes when I'm there alone, it doesn't feel like they're good. Like sometimes <laughs> you just get that feeling like Someone's I'm going to die right now if I don't run to this door and oh <laughs> run screaming out this oh. door right now. <laughs> it's scary. Especially like you're in the basement turning lights off. You're like, oh, there, yeah, there that, are like no. five sets of eyes on me right now. I just feel it. <laughs> and I hate it. It gets really scary. Yeah, I don't know how your dad sits in that office down there alone. Well, I've been there alone. I go there alone. I probably shouldn't say this. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. I go alone on this day. I don't ever go alone. I've been I've been there alone multiple times at night and you hear some crazy stuff. Yeah, I don't know if I could do that. I sit there alone. Like that one time when we were at the theater going over stuff for the podcast and then there was the knock on the door and we were like, What? Oh yeah, that was scary. Yeah. I'm always more scared that it's like somebody I'm going to turn around and Michael Myers is standing at the door <laughs> and I'll just yeah. scream. Well, actually, all right, scream. Michael, that's funny. Um, they, uh, this thing happened the other day. I was cutting flooring for the office and I couldn't cut the piece to save my life. So I was getting super frustrated. I looked down and I'm getting a call from Ghostface. What? I'm, like, I'm in no mood to answer this right now. So I just put my phone aside. And then I later found out it was my sister because the new Scream movie came out. Yeah. And like you actually answer and he's like, hello, DJ. And I'm like, ah. Oh. That's so cool. Yeah, I assumed it was something like that. Yeah. yeah but you didn't about... answer? There's just Ghostface popped up on your screen? Yeah. It said Ghostface. And, and you then... didn't answer? You were just like, huh. I could not. I went through like three boards trying to cut the perfect line and I could not cut it. And I was so frustrated and wanted to just go home. So I'm like, I don't care if Ghostface comes and guts me like a fish right now. I have to cut oh this board. God. So that that was where I was mentally. You're like, oh my God, is my life going to turn into Scream right now? Yeah. That'd be kind of sick. Okay. Next. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's your question. Yeah, I got it. Okay, I know this well, Usually you don't. <laughs> What genre of shows are your favorite to watch and what are your favorite to do? Also, least favorites for the spice. <laughs> for the spice. All right. Um okay, so what was the first part? Favorite favorite show? Favorite genre? Yeah, favorite genre of show to watch and favorite to do. Oh, okay, to watch and do. So I don't know. I I love watching a fall thriller because I love Halloween. So I feel like that's probably what I love to watch. To do, I probably would have said fall thriller, but I think it's more winter classic now. Nice. As long as the winter classic is not an old fart play. Like our wilderness. Does Little Women fall under winter classic? Yes. I I would say that for me. So that like the winter classics, basically just um, the classic literature and making a show from those old novels. Yeah, 
and to do it is really fun because then like you get to change this super classic thing that usually everybody knows and change it that that's why i love like when it's a novel or something that my dad mm-hmm. adapted because then it's like frankenstein like you can do so much of that little women like you can subvert expectations in different ways when it's something like just like an old play like how well it is uh you can't do anything <laughs> with it i'm just taking shots at it because that's like the I've only one i've done it, so i can't really say it's the only classic 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 i've done so there's limited stuff you can do with it. It's so black and white. Just kid has a crush on girl. Oh, is that what it's about? Uh huh. Who played the kid? Who played the girl? I played the kid. <laughs> <laughs> Who played the girl? Madison. <laughs> she was always my love interest in every show. But just, it was just not in real life. Yeah. <laughs> but it was just like I don't know. It 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 was always old-timey stuff so it's always just kind of like me going you're gonna be my girlfriend and she's like yes let's hold hands and then like that was it we're like i in real life like that's so not her yeah so like it would have been it would have been fun to do something like that where it's like (laughs) she's like no get away from me like something like that like yeah something more realistic yeah so that that's we always got stuck doing stuff like that and it was super old and i love tom sawyer though that was so fun i just reread that a lot of fun oh wow you read Okay, <laughs> I read scripts. All right, I'll read oh, a script. Oh, you read the script. Got it. Oh, not the book. <laughs> Get out of here. That's why I asked. <laughs> no, no. It's like you just <laughs> reading Tom Sawyer no. in your office. Never. <laughs> no. See, like that's that's how I I I have so much respect for my dad because I tried to read it when I played Tom Sawyer, and I'm just like no. <laughs> no, this is not it. So then you read his script, and it's different. It's the same story, and you get everything through it, but it's entertaining and not four billion lines of dialogue. Also, something about the Out Wilderness script that I remembered is it'll be like high. The line will be high. Well, for, In the smallest print you can imagine. So first off, imagine the smallest print <laughs> as much as possible on a small script page. And then you say high, and then it's parentheses tells you how to act and then tells you where to go and then your neck the next part of your line <laughs> like why are you telling me how to act that's not that's not well, for stage they... direction okay yeah i was gonna say isn't it stage direction yeah it should be like enters left not says this with a bit of a grin and a, a, a <laughs> smirk on it like, what don't tell me that let me come to that let me figure that let the director figure that out <laughs> I don't need it in the script after every line. Yeah, and then you have to look through the script to just see your one line. Yeah. And then you highlight everything. Like, oh, wait, I, I lost myself because I'm on line 49 yeah. of stage direction <laughs> slash acting notes. Oh <laughs> okay, so you don't like Al Wilderness? Yeah. Oh, and then least. Least. My least favorite to... I don't have a least favorite to watch. I love watching all of them. I do have a least favorite to do, though, and that's a comedy. Why? I have a weird sense of humor. Here's another hot take. (laughs) Will Ferrell's not funny. Dude, I agree. There we go. That's what (laughs) I like to hear. Will Ferrell's not funny. Adam Sandler's not funny. Seth Rogen might be the most unfunny man on the planet. (laughs) I've never laughed at one thing he said. 
their their humor is just so singular. It's just one type of thing that they joke around with every single time. Yeah. And yeah, I've never found like Will I I said that the other day to someone, probably Mustafa, but I was like I don't like Will Ferrell. I and don't. and his movies, I I just don't watch them. They're not good. I'm not a fan. Sorry. I'm not a fan at all. Hot take. That is it's a it's a steaming hot take. <laughs> and people think I'm like insane when I say that. <laughs> but it's just I have I have a, a I don't know. He's just like so goofy that it's dumb. He yells. <laughs> like, I'm going to yell this line and you're going to laugh. No, I'm not laughing because you're just a man screaming. So it's not funny. Mm-hmm. Sometimes screaming is funny, but not every line. <laughs> there are comedians I just I can't stand but like that. I think that it transfers over to the stage where it, it, it gets frustrating because a comedy is no disrespect to comedians. You put so much work in. It is so hard to be funny. Either you're funny or you're not funny. Like there's no – you can't teach somebody to be funny. The, the comedy I prefer is clever. Like they make something – they take something real and just make it clever as opposed to just slapstick and stupid. Yeah. Right. But also a lot a lot of comedies are like – at least like the Lottie and Bernice ones, which are by far the, the best selling comedies that we do – it's like there, there's not a ton of feeling. You're just coming to have a good time and laugh and stuff. So yeah, but that, yeah, but I like those. That yeah. are a little different. Yeah, it's fun, but at the end of the day, I put my heart and soul into Frankenstein, <laughs> and people will leave and be like, "Yeah, that was cool," and then they leave Lottie and Bernice like, "That's the best thing I've ever seen." <laughs> like really. Really? I, I, I blood, sweat, and tears into the show? <laughs> See, that's what I prefer. I prefer, like, the Frankensteins over the comedies. Yeah, so the, right. The dramas over the comedies. But everyone has their preference, I guess. Yeah. And no disrespect to any comedian or, or people who love the comedies. That's that's your thing. It's just not, I don't know. I don't laugh a lot. I do laugh. But like, <laughs> I laugh at certain things. And it's it's usually never what like a comedy movie's about i laugh at things that are relatable and just like oh wow yeah i get that i do that yeah 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 but yeah the will ferrells no no he's not funny if you had to rank those three guys what would your ranking be in order of will ferrell adam sandler seth rogan is that worst to oh no no i didn't i i was just making sure that was oh yeah 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 Oh man, I don't know. I really hate them all. I probably hate Will Ferrell the least. Wow. I don't think he's funny, but at least like there's something to him. There's substance. Mm-hmm. Where Adam Sandler is just a man child that has no likable qualities, and uh, Seth Rogen is just the most obnoxious man on the planet. So I could. I don't care about the last two. <laughs> like at least I don't know. Will Ferrell's got some charm. Wow. I know. I'm ruthless. I'm tired, <laughs> and I hate those people. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Uh, I think it's your turn. Is the Butterfly Show for schools only, or can the general public attend? <laughs> if so, how do I get tickets? Good question. <laughs> Good question. I wonder. <laughs> I wonder who asked this one. 
Uh, okay, let me let me break this down. Is the butterfly show for schools only, or can the general public attend? The general public can attend. Um, the we have two schools, two school days, and then that weekend of is it the twenty third? I'm sorry. I don't, yes. I can't remember dates. 23rd to the 26th. The 23rd through the 26th. I have to pull the calendar up. The 23rd to, through the 26th is when the uh, general public can attend. And tickets, you cannot reserve tickets. You just come to the door and get them. I think that answers the question. If it doesn't, go back and listen to the last episode where Carla talks about it and explains it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Jenna, Jenna asked me um, when I'm going to see it, so we're coming at some point. It's very powerful. Very, very powerful. Everyone has worked really hard, and they they do a great job with it. Can't wait to see it. Yeah. Bring your tissues. Damn. Yep. I needed tissues for Frankenstein. You didn't provide any. Well, I don't... You never know how people <laughs> are going to take it. I don't know. Uh... Your turn. Um, we, we've touched on this in past ones, but I'll ask it anyways. What was a time something almost went wrong, close calls on stage, or time crunches with sets? Um, I don't think I've talked about this one. There was a time Ben Torres and I were on stage for Tom Sawyer, and... Paul McGinnis, who never misses a cue, missed his cue. And our whole dialogue changes because a third person comes in and we, we talk to him. <laughs> oh, my God. And he it's just, just missed it completely? I mean, yeah, Ben and I, he has one cue line and then he's supposed to come out. And Ben and I are on stage and his Ben's line is, oh, is that old Muff Potter right here? And I didn't see him waiting in the wings. So I'm like, I, he, I don't think he's there. And I'm just like hoping Ben doesn't say the line. And he did. Or he's supposed to make a noise. And then we're like, oh, is that old Muff Potter right here? And he didn't make a noise. So I'm like, Ben, please don't say it. Please don't say it. Please don't say it. And he says it. And we're just waiting. We're just waiting and nothing's happening. And you can't come out of that. How do you come out? Like, oh, is this this person I hear? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. Like, go on with your dialogue. how did you get out of it? He showed up eventually. It was super late. I uh, but how I, long was it just silence on stage? It felt like an eternity. I'm I'm sure it was maybe. I mean, it was probably like thirty seconds. So it was long. Thirty seconds. It was long. That's long. Yeah. Of you two just staring at each other. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, he's like, "Oh, is that old Muff Potter here?" And then I I look and nothing's happening. And then I, I we we improv something. I I I knew what we had to get through in the scene. Like, I know, okay, we have to hit point A. This is a purpose for the scene. So whether he's here or not, we have to hit this. Like, we have to go find some treasure. And so, like, I knew, like, I don't know. Like, let's just get to that point. But once he said that, like, I don't know, we're done. We we, we just have to sit and wait. And he showed up. And he was so, like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Whatever. It doesn't matter. But it, it was it was so fun. It was a disaster, though. It felt like it. An eternity. I would love to take improv classes because I feel like that would be very helpful on stage. Yeah. I mean, as long as you know what the scene is for, the purpose of the scene, then like, all right, let's just hit this. Doesn't matter if it sounds awful. We'll hit it so they yeah, get you that can, information. Yeah, you can make up for that. But 
Uh, you guys didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we didn't. I've been pretty good with with making that up though. Now there's going to be an instance where I'm not, I got knock on wood. <laughs> I think that's wood. I don't know. <laughs> there's wood all along there. I can't reach. Okay, wood is knocked down. <laughs> um, what was the question? Oh, there are okay. multiple parts yeah, to that. There were. Um, time crunches with sets. All the time, every <laughs> set, every set. There's a time crunch. We can have a billion weeks to get ready, and there will always be a time crunch. I don't know. I don't know why. It just happens. Yeah, there's a lot. Um, actually, in Yes, Virginia, there was a scene where Don almost missed his cue. Like, I don't think he missed it, but he he came very close. And we were in the back um, off to the side and we're all like me, VJ and um, Ryan were all like, uh, he 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 goes on first. Like He needs to be here. And I think we were going on and then he finally caught up. I don't know. But he said he was waiting. um, He was sitting on the stairs on the other side, just watching. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just watching his scene happen. Uh, that happened with one of the kids for that show. <laughs> like, we're all just sitting back there. And I would do this thing to Autumn where, because, like, we were in a couple scenes together. So I'd be like, oh, my God, Autumn, you're missing your scene. Like, she'd be on her phone or something. And every time, like, her head would jerk up, like, <laughs> like the, the initial reaction. And she's like, oh, yeah, never mind. It's him saying that. Yeah. Uh, and I would do it like every, multiple times every show. <laughs> I'm a jerk. And uh, one of the the girls is actually missing their scene. I'm like, you're missing your scene. And everyone's like, ha, 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 ha. And then, <laughs> like, no, then you, you look are. up at the TV and nobody's out on stage. I'm like, no, you are actually missing your scene as we speak. <laughs> and, so, and so they ran out and, and did it. It, it. I don't think it's, I don't think I've ever left somebody hanging. I probably have. I just can't remember. I don't think I left someone hanging. I gotta knock on wood again. <laughs> oh my god. That's scary. I don't want I have nightmares. I have actual <laughs> nightmares. I've uh slipped on stage though during the lodger. I was running down the stairs. Yeah. And those stairs are so steep. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so hard to run down those stairs. Oh my god. Can they get any steeper? Like, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, like I reached the stage. And I mean, it worked for the scene because I was running away from the murderer and I just slipped on the stage and fell. Yeah. But it worked. I mean, it looked realistic. So it was. It was real. <laughs> it was real. <laughs> That's oh. something that will always be funny is people falling. <laughs> um, What's not funny is when you can't see the stairs when you come off the stage <laughs> to the side <laughs> and you just... Oh my god, during Yes Virginia, there was I think like the first day we didn't have a light on the side. Yeah. It was pitch black and you're just like trying to feel your way. <laughs> <laughs> and if you miss, you just go tumbling and you could hurt your back, your ankle. It's bad. It's so funny though. It's, it's bad. So and, oh funny wait, I did slip be. down those stairs in <laughs> I don't know which one. Maybe it was all. <laughs> but there was a time I slipped down those stairs and like skidded down my back. And then um, uh, every, everyone and Gary was like, oh, are you OK? Oh, my God. Is your back OK? That seemed like it really hurt. 
I mean, I was fine, but <laughs> yeah, I was. <laughs> that wasn't fun. There was a time before we rebuilt rebuilt the stage that there was this massive gap in between the stage and the back wall. The s- worst design, the stupidest, like what? It makes it made no sense. And so, like a drop off, you could just yeah. Fall. I fell. I fell <laughs> multiple times, and like it was only big enough for like your leg to go through. Yeah, but one leg. <laughs> so you're just walking on stage, and all of a sudden, you're just half a half a body. <laughs> it's so funny. There's oh, it just reminded me. There's a time we were carrying. Um, we have these things called called pods. There, we make like the musical sets out of them. There, there's just like a massive trapezoid. That's a. a what? Uh, what's I have it called? no idea. I have no picture in my. Head you would. You would know if you saw it. And so Ryan and I are carrying it upstage, and the trap door was open because I was doing a lighting effect down there. Oh my god! And my mom's like, "Okay, watch the trap door. The trap door's open. The trap door's open. Trap door's open." <laughs> <laughs> and Ryan goes straight into this trap door, and I I'm laughing so hard because it's it's Ryan. It's trap door. I turn around. My mom is red. She cannot say a word. She's like silent laughing and tears are streaming down her face. Oh my God. And Ryan's just looking up at us from the hole. I, how like far down does that go? Like you can really get hurt. Yeah. That. Yeah. You could definitely get hurt. <laughs> I'm always afraid when that trap door is open. Like even in Frankenstein, I was afraid someone's just going to walk on set and not realize and just fall in the hole. It's so bad. It's so not funny, but it is definitely funny. Yeah. Um, is that the rest of the questions? I think so. Where are we? Okay. I think it's your turn. Okay. Favorite <laughs> musical, in parentheses, should be Shout. <laughs> Bella asked this question. A favorite musical that the theater has done? Yes. I haven't, I haven't seen that many. Mine is Joseph. <laughs> I really, I haven't seen that many. I think I've only seen one. Really, Was it I've nonsense? seen Shout. Oh no, I've seen Nonsense. I did the lights for Nonsense. That's not your favorite. I'll tell you right now, it's not your favorite. No, I'll judge you hard if that's your you know, favorite. <laughs> no, you know. Oh, my mom's calling me. <laughs> Um, sorry. Get her, get her on the podcast. Was was Alex in this class? (laughs) Um, I, I, okay, I, I didn't even come see. This, this is a hot take, and people are gonna be super mad at me. I didn't come see Beauty and the Beast. Wow, I know. Yikes! But that was. I feel like that was more so in the beginning stages of me being there. Yeah. But yeah, I I should have come to see that, and I didn't. My bad. So I, <laughs> I can't even I say that. Um, I saw Shout, and honestly, I thought Shout, it was better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, Shout was fun. But that's not my favorite. Um, no. You know what? I think I'll have a favorite when I see Sweeney Todd. Yeah, I think so, too. because I really like that musical. Yeah, I love Sweeney Todd. I, I would love to direct Joseph one day. It's really good. There's also another part to that, but I'm going to answer that in a little bit. It comes up in another question, so I won't spoil it, that is question. Is it this next question? What is it? Any hints for the next season? No. Okay. 
I will say though, my mom told me to do it next season, but I said no. Why? Because it hasn't been ten years. We did it in like 2017. Mm. Well, so you can break your rules. Not that. Not like that. Any hints for next season? Let me. Yesterday. I don't, I don't even know, guys. <laughs> yesterday. Okay, so I saw this question before, and I had an answer ready. Yesterday, we changed changed a show in the season. What made you change? Oh, I'm trying to think what I can say that doesn't give anything away. There was a show next season that I wasn't directing that I wanted to direct, but it just didn't work out scheduling-wise. And... So we swapped something else out, and then, yeah, and then I, I changed and it worked, and now I'm directing the show that I want to direct. My dad's directing a new show. I mean, not like a new show from mm-hmm. what we originally had planned, and it all just happened yesterday over text. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but the the thing before that, my hint before that would have been they all but one are or were a movie. Whoa. Now that's different, though. Now that we changed this, I think two of them aren't. Which one are you most excited for? Oh, no, but I you think, can say, like, the... Which one am, am I most excited for? Yeah. Ooh. I don't want to give anything away. No, just, like, I'm, fall I'm, thriller. I'm excited for fall. I'm excited for winter. I'm excited for summer. Are those all three you're directing? Yes. It's <laughs> <laughs> so like I'm, I'm excited to to dig in on them. Uh, I like all the other shows in the season as well, but like those are the ones that I'm working on the most. So I think I have to be most excited about those ones. We we don't have a musical confirmed, but we put in for one, and I'm hoping that we get it. But you're the one directing that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> so that's my hint. It's not a very good hint, but no. you got your hint. But also we changed it. So like that shows how much it changed. And I bet – actually, no, I don't know. This might not even be the final form. We might have another change. That's how like late everything changes. But if you put it in – so have you put in for all of them? Like, do you have to put in? No. you. We put in for the musical super early because those are the ones that are touring. Oh, okay. So there's been shows that have been touring for years and years and years. Stop touring. Please. How do you, how do you find out that you're able to do that, that musical that year or play or something? So my dad puts in a, a request to whichever company owns them. So it a bunch of them combined. So there's like one monster one and like a couple smaller ones. And he puts in, these are the dates. These are how much we're, we're going to sell tickets for. And they'll either say, yeah, or, or no, it's, it's touring. It comes close to you here, which I don't get. Cause like, if so if you, they're touring, you can't do it. Or yeah. <clears throat> like if you see a Broadway show, I feel like it's not going to stop you from seeing a, $18 ghost light show. <laughs> and yeah. something tells me that, that they're going to be a little different. <laughs> so just a little, just so a smidge. I, I feel like, I feel like that is like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. 
Unless, like, if you're, like, if five community theaters are doing this in your area, yeah. no. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Because they're all, like, the same level. But, yeah. A Broadway, okay. Broadway production is vastly different from a ghost site production. <laughs> so, I feel like that I doesn't matter. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, you know, when will we find out? May. Sometime in May. Whenever the membership meeting is. Okay, so come to the membership meeting. Come to the membership meeting. Uh, we give out awards. We give out the season information. We give a recap of last year. When do you decide who gets the awards? Like, who? when do you pick the person? My dad and I, just throughout the year, just kind of see what happens. Like, the Stephen Halesco Award is, is an award that is, like, an accomplishment. Like, you, our appreciation, like, you, you did the most that year for us and we appreciate you sort of sort of honor i won that last year last yeah last year and that was so cool to to win the jet award is for younger people it's for anyone under 18 who brings the spirit that jed brought john kerr award is for somebody graduating high school and the nice we have a, a a nice award. I forget what it's called. It's not called the nice award. And Vanessa and VJ won that. I think that's it so far. Our well is running dry on nice people though. <laughs> Our well is dry. <laughs> like oh you can God. never hand that to me in good confidence that I was nice to everybody that, that oh year. Vanessa VJ, oh absolutely. My God. They are, <laughs> they are dimes of humans. So yeah, I I feel like I have a, an idea, of someone for the, who helps out, a lot. I I think we have them all picked out. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Just gonna see if my idea is right. In yeah. May. <laughs> well, you could tell me after this goes off air. Mm, I don't want to. Well, Huh? <laughs> I just I I feel like if I say it and it's wrong, it's like wow, I'm dumb. No, I want to hear it. All right, my question. Okay. Who are your celebrity lookalikes? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> That's fun. Okay, I actually I have one, but I think this is divisive. Like people don't really see this except this one person. <laughs> what is it? Um, someone said I look like. The girl from Alice in Wonderland, Mia Wazikowski or something. Let me look her up. That's a that's a name. And I honestly, I see similar. Oh, it came right up. Semi similar features. I like. I don't look like her, but I, <laughs> I feel like I have some sort of similar structure. Yeah, I don't not see it yeah yeah i could see that not like crazy yeah though. it's not like crazy but... but that's what they said to me so um other than that <laughs> i have no idea i think i have one that you kind of look like oh god are they a redhead no because you don't have red hair. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> DJ the only person who thinks I have blonde hair. Oh, never mind. You don't look like her. Um, yeah. Wait, wait. Who was it? Yeah. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> well, because she looks really different 
when she's not in this movie, but in this movie, she does a similar thing to to you. Like I don't know. In the movie, she, yeah, she reminds me of you. So in the movie, she reminds you of me. Yeah. Who is it? I don't know how to pronounce her name. What movie? Zodiac. But I don't know because you're going to look up a picture of what she looks like and that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> no, I get it. Because she has some questionable photos. Oh, God. Wait. Oh, <laughs> uh, cast. God. It's. Uh, oh, Chloe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I like her, though. I like her as an actress. She's got like a similar vibe to you in the movie. I, I love her in that movie. movie. I love her in that movie. Okay, I have to watch this movie again. I I love it too, and see her vibe. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. She's she's cool, but like, <laughs> there's just something that's like I don't know. It kind of feels like you. I I do like her work. I like her as an actress. I've only seen her in that and she's American like, Psycho. She's one of those actors who is in a lot, and she's good at her craft, but she doesn't get all the tabloid. Um, She's not yeah, all yeah, that, so. yeah. I have one <laughs> that's I don't see personally, but a lot of people do. I put it on my Instagram story, and I think like fifty eight percent of people said I do. Uh, people say I look like Post Malone. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've heard that before. Um, yeah, I can see it. If you got like a face tattoo. Does he have a face tattoo? He's just got multiple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you got the face tattoos, yeah. I don't dislike them. <laughs> I just don't see it. <laughs> I don't see it. It's that. just your hair. I've had people like compare and like show like, look at this part of his face looks like this part of your face. <laughs> people have done their research on this. I I don't know. I don't I don't see it. The guys at work said I'm pre Malone. <laughs> I I'm I haven't hit the Malone stage. Oh my god. Post Malone stage is when the tattoos show up. <laughs> so Yes, you are pre Malone. <laughs> I don't know. I don't see it, but yeah. I feel there was someone the other day. I feel like I saw with, like, Matt... I don't know. I was with you guys, I think. Maybe at the theater. And this kid looked just like you. It was your doppelganger. And I can't remember. Maybe they were just an audience member. Maybe Post Malone was there. Maybe. Well, they didn't have face tattoos, so... Oh. Maybe he's hiding them. Huh? I said maybe he's hiding them. He's got makeup on. Hmm. Doesn't want to be known in public. I feel like you, you could look like a lot of actors or famous people. Celebrities. I had somebody say, and I didn't know how to take this, and I don't think anybody knows how to take this. They're like, yeah, you kind of look like Post Malone. He's like, he's got this thing where he's like so ugly that he's kind of cute. <laughs> I was like, what does that mean? I'm so ugly that I'm kind of cute. Am I cute? Is that what I'm getting from this? I don't know. <laughs> they said that to yes. you. Yes. Yes. I don't know that I was supposed to hear it, but... Oh, they didn't say it directly. They were just talking about me looking like Post Malone, and I happened to be there, and... (laughs) You know what that comment reminds me of? Um, What? 
What's that guy's name? That rapper? That white guy? <laughs> I don't listen to rap. Uh, what's his name? Eminem. He, no, he has the curly hair. <laughs> Here, I'll just look no up idea. rapper. Oh, what? Jack Harlow? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. Um, I feel like people obsess over him. Yeah. And I don't find him attractive, and I feel like that. <laughs> oh, I don't like where this is going. <laughs> okay, that's not how I mean it to come off. Okay, for him specifically, that's where I see that comment. I don't see that comment for you. Like, I don't agree. <laughs> I don't agree with that comment. I'm just flat out cute is what this is going towards. <laughs> yeah. So, uh... <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So basically you're not so ugly. That... <laughs> I'm just semi ugly. That is like kind of this like a puppy with like <laughs> no back legs kind of deal. <laughs> no. You're not ugly at all. <laughs> Um, okay, so, yeah. <laughs> I don't agree with that comment for you, but for uh, Jack Harlow, yes. All right. He's just so ugly. <laughs> 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 like, also, maybe not for me, because I don't think he's attractive at all. He just looks like, I don't know. I don't want to be rude. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that one stirred us a little bit. Was <laughs> it my turn? Yeah. <laughs> Gotta get back to the questions. Uh, okay. Who's the funniest person at the theater? Yikes. <laughs> I don't know. I oh, somebody who never fails to make me laugh on stage and off stage is my dad. Wow. I was not expecting that. He is absolutely hilarious on stage at like i try oh, I, I hope that one day i can i can be like that on stage. he's so natural yeah and we're watching we watched here we sit yesterday and just he could have like there's one part where, where like you you see what the audience is thinking so like like it, it's just a voiceover and then like they kind of act out a little bit and he had one you could tell he's like i'll just take the throwaway one which is someone sleeping. So his voiceover is just like snoring. Mm. And so it's a, it's a it's a good bit, it's a funny bit, but it it's not it's nothing to like act out, go crazy with. And he's so funny. He's sleeping <laughs> and he's so funny and his noises are so funny. Everything he does is hilarious. <laughs> and I I genuinely like I laugh every time. And he has this a uh, a director meltdown. He did this last time. And I don't see anybody doing it better than him ever so i told him i'd like him to do it again this time we'll have to see at auditions but hilarious hilarious he, he he's he's melting down and he he's so over the top and so dramatic and, and amazing he will never fail to make me laugh on stage nice he is funny on stage i uh, off stage so i feel like he's a little quieter yeah that's what that's what a lot of people say but then like like Carla, Ryan, and I spend our, our Sunday nights yeah. with him, and like obviously I've spent my life with him. He's my father, <laughs> and he's he's a very funny human being. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, 
My mom's also so funny on stage, but she's just all physical. I mean, she'll just throw herself off of anything, into anything, onto anyone. <laughs> and that's, it's hilarious because like, what are you, what are you doing? You're not supposed to be doing that. And like, she, she'd be injured. I think the last Lottie and Brittany, she was injured and didn't stop her from taking a running jump onto Paul McGinnis. Oh my God. So yeah, there, there's, those two are, are, are in my top. I would say, um, for me, the person who makes me laugh the most and just, yeah, laugh the most is Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. I think we all know why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Ryan's very his funny. Ridiculous nature. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. I like that. I agree with that. I don't know if there's anyone else that is really super funny. VJ's funny. Oh yeah. VJ has his um puns that he loves. I love puns. <laughs> there and then there are people who who will shock you on stage. Like you in Christmas Rose shocked me because you're funny. <laughs> and like I don't know. I don't even I just know didn't, what I didn't know my that lines were funny. There are just like a couple sarcastic zingers in there that That's... weren't like you know, knee knee slappers or anything, but but you delivered them in a in a way that that like showed that you can do comedy, which I wouldn't have guessed. Thank you. I um, I feel like that's my sense of humor is sarcasm. Yeah, yeah. That's that's me. Yeah. Trey was also super funny in Oh uh, Murder in the Smoky Mountains. I would love to see. Here we go. Spinoff show. I want to see a spinoff show with my dad and Trey as their parts from Murder in the Smoky Mountains. There were two police officers in Tennessee, and they're just boobs. I mean, they just couldn't get out of their way. No, okay, well, they're not actually. <laughs> um, they just just bad at their job, and, and it was funny. They're, they were really funny. But Trey, like everyone expected my dad to be funny because he is. And Trey, this is like his first comedy thing he did at the theater, I think. And he, he was hilarious hilarious the audience is laughing very hard i like that show a lot but but those two i I would love a spinoff with those two <laughs> yeah i i would like to do more comedy i think people underestimate comedy yeah no it's and like the talent it takes yeah it's hard and i respect comedy it's just not my favorite yeah to watch or i mean it's great to be a part of when you're a part mm -hmm. of it yeah that's the best way to, to take comedy is, is to be a part of it. Because like, when people are laughing at you, that's great. Or laughing with you, whatever. <laughs> Either way. Um, I have one more question. How many do you have? Do you have more? Yeah. Oh. Well, you're All next. Right. Oh, okay. Uh, favorite movie? Oh. Um, you go first. Joker. Wow. Hands down. That really is your favorite movie? Yes. I mean, I, I get why. I That movie is great. I have a whole top ten list Oh, that I'm ready to spout off at any moment. See, I, I it's hard for me to think of all the ones and rank them, all the ones I love and then rank them. That's a normal human response to that. But I just, I love ranking stuff. I love making lists. <laughs> That's like the one way I'm kind of organized is like I will organize my, my favorite movies. Listicles? Yes. Um, 
Do you want to share what those are? Oh, I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was. Okay, hold up. Let me, I have a picture. I made, so you look up minimalist posters and then you can, I, I made like a collage of my favorite movies and it looks really cool. It sounds really nerdy, but I love it. Okay. <laughs> Coming in at number 10 is Seven with Brad Pitt mm. and Morgan Freeman. Love it. You seen it? Um, Yeah. Oh, but a really long time ago. I love it. I love David Fincher. I love Brad Pitt. I love Morgan Freeman. I would have to rewatch it to really know. Kevin Spacey's a creep in it and a creep in real life. <laughs> but we didn't know that at the time. Oh, my God. that That's funny for uh, when I say my answer. Prisoners. Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm. Hugh Jackman. Love those two men. They could do nothing wrong. <laughs> Ford versus Ferrari. Kind of a shocker. You know, that was on TV the other day. And I was watching it while I was working out. But uh, um, other than that, I, I had to turn it off. Because there were so many commercials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I've never actually seen. I love it. Carla and I will watch it no matter where we are, what's happening. We were on vacation. It was her and I in Syracuse. And it was on TV. And we just put everything on hold. We're watching this movie. And we watched watch it. it. And I don't care about cars. I hate cars. I don't care. As long as one gets me from point A to point B, I do not care. <laughs> and so, like, the whole movie's about cars, but it's not really about cars. Yeah. And John Bernthal's in it, and I love that man, too. Then The Dark Knight. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just tossing it out there. Then Shawshank Redemption, because mm. that's great. Yeah. Then The Trial of the Chicago 7. I don't, I've never seen that. We are watching that. Do not watch it without me. Please. Oh, you and me. I thought you were saying you are watching it like no, right now. No. No, we have to watch that. I've shown that movie to so many people. <laughs> Check you, that out. Do you sit them down and say yeah. we are watching this together? I, I literally said it to Madison yesterday. <laughs> okay. So are we going to have a watch party? Yes. It, we actually are, yeah. Okay. We, we started planning it yesterday. So a fantastic movie. If you haven't seen it, go see it. You will cry. You will be angry. The ending. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my God. Oh my Sasha God, Baron Cohen. Oh, beautiful. Oh, my God. I love that movie. I love it so much. Then Zodiac. Then Silence of the Lambs. Then Argo. The number one is Joker. Oh, my God. I love Argo. I love Argo. I love that, it. That is a really good one. So tense. You're on the edge of your seat the entire yeah, time. Yeah, I could keep watching that. Yeah. I've seen it multiple times. I could watch that again. Yeah, I love that. I love all those movies. Yeah, that, that's a good list. And The Joker is just... I feel like it's an artistic piece on a character that people just see in um, like comics. and. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be... I. I kind of, it kind of makes me dislike it a little bit that it's connected to superheroes because then everyone's like, well, when's the sequel? When's Batman show up? When? Like, Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, if like, you watch the could, movie, he doesn't totally need Batman. Be, yeah, and it could totally just be a standalone. Yeah. that That's what I love. It's like there's little Easter eggs that are like, oh, okay, like it's all connected. That's cool. And I, I like it for that, but I just hate the people who are, well, where's Batman? Joker needs yeah, it's Batman. Like, that's Shut not the up. type of movie it is. Shut up. It means you didn't understand a thing that you just watched because all you want is CGI fights and Batman slamming Joker. 
I can't. I can't. It's not what the podcast is about. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so my... I haven't seen this one in a while, but the movie that got me into films is American Beauty. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. I remember it was on TV, like TBS yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, I just, I sat through that and I watched it. I loved it. It really spoke to me at whatever age I was. Yeah. But that's what got me into film. That's cool. That's the plastic bag one, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. And now, like, watching it back, if I were to watch that scene, I'm kind of like, this kid's a little creepy, but... Yeah, he's definitely he, creepy. He was a artistic soul. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. Oh, yeah. that was good. <laughs> um, another movie I really like for the production quality is Call Me By Your Name. I haven't seen it. I know of it. I know it. I haven't seen it, though. Mm-hmm. And I, I read the book, too. So that one, I just, I love the sounds. They're so clear and crisp, like closing a door. It just, I don't know. The sounds in that movie. What a weird thing to pick up on. I know. but if, I love it. No, but if you watch it, you'll realize. Yeah. Um, And then the actors and the scenery, it's just, it's very beautiful. Have you ever seen Into the Wild? Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. That was beautiful. a long time ago, yeah. That's a movie that should be in my top ten because it, it truly affected the trajectory of my life. Did it? Yeah. Wow. I don't know, but I feel it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that movie I, really changed the tra- 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 trajectory yeah. of your life. But That's you correct. Know. Well, because it's something I think about a lot, and I don't know. It's it's so powerful and it's so meaningful. And like the scenes with the old old guy, and he leaves him, and then the scenes when he's alone, and the quote, um, "What is it like? Happiness is only real when shared, or something." Like it's everything in that is so profound, and the the, the cinematography is beautiful. Everything about it, I love, mm-hmm. and I I just put it on like a random random day, and I, I absolutely fell in love with it. That's like in Call Me By Your Name, there's towards the end of the movie, the dad has a monologue and it was so beautiful. Yeah. I've I, seen clips of that. Yeah. Yeah. Just chef's kiss. Magic um, of cinema. I have I have so many films that I love. I just. Let's start a second podcast and just talk about movies. Oh, we should. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm down. Okay. Uh, okay. Next question. When is Rosie going to be on the podcast? I hear she has some fascinating stories and insights to provide. Um, did she ask this one? I think we should move to the next question. <laughs> I don't know when she's going to be on. I've I've said that multiple times. We have a list of people we have to get on. Well, we had a list that we've gone through. Now I don't I think we need to make a new list. Yeah, because it's changing it. when things happen. We have a guest next week, and then we have a, we possibly have a special guest the week after. We're going to keep a secret because I have a secret thing happening, and secrets <laughs> are everywhere. But it's appropriate to have that person come on now because we're doing something now. So like times are changing, things are changing. So it like messed up our whole list. Yeah. Also, we're only on episode eight, guys. Like we got 
We have so many to go. Could you imagine getting the 10? 10? I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> we should sell merchandise. Oh Episode 10. <laughs> Just with like our stupid phrases. <laughs> Oh my god, my mom was making fun of you. I mean, not on purpose, oh. but she was just like, for sure, <laughs> totally. <laughs> I can't. Okay, I, uh, I'm getting a word of the day thing. I'm doing it. Okay, it's a calendar or it's it's an app. I'm getting a word of the day, and I'm going to come in with these super big words, and people will be like, "What does that mean?" And I'll say for pay, sure. I thought you had to pay for this app. I'll, I'll find a free one. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like rip off words, like I'm plethora. Sure I hate the word plethora. <laughs> People use that like, oh, this is going to sound so smart. And they say plethora. Like, shut up. I mean, you got to use it in the right context or the right sentence. Like, you can't just say you want to say multiple and you're like plethora of something it's when just, it doesn't work. It, it's a word that you only use if you want to sound smart. That's it. Yeah. True. And everybody's cracked that case. Everybody knows it. So I re- stop using yeah, it. Yeah. I remember the first time I heard that word, I felt like someone was just saying it to be smart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Like that's the stuff that you find out when you're like writing an English essay or something and either use the dictionary or Google. And what is another word for many? And then your teacher reads it and is like, they wouldn't say this. Yeah. Yeah. Or they read it and they're like, yes, you're brilliant. And then you think you're actually brilliant, but you're not. We all know it. Stop saying plethora. Stop. <laughs> okay. Hot take. Stop saying plethora. Hot take. Plethora is a garbage word. <laughs> Um, what was the one we talking about? <laughs> I don't remember what the question was, honestly. Um, did you even ask one? Yeah. All right. Do you have no more questions? I have one more. Oh, let's hear it. What's your ritual before a show? Is it always the same? I don't know if I should share mine. Um, you know it. It's, <laughs> but like it's is bodily it? functions. I just, <laughs> I... I won't pee during the duration of a show because I feel like it gives you that edge. You ever watch oh, Friends? Right. Joey, when Joey Joey gives that yeah. great audition because he has to pee with oh, Jeff Goldblum. Oh, my God. That's me on stage. Wow. That's my that's all. That's the only thing that's been consistent my entire life. <laughs> um, I don't have a particular ritual, but I always feel the need to like be by myself before a show okay and also during the show i know it's hard like when your friends are in the show and you want to talk backstage but for me to like gather my thoughts and and my nerves i like to just sit by myself yeah just collect my thoughts kind of like your dad just sitting on the stairs yeah I I would like to do that. I prefer to do that than to be surrounded by people because then I can't think. And I'm like, uh, if I'm going over my lines in my head, then I need quiet. I can't go over my lines before a scene either. I can't do it. Either I have them or I don't. And I I can't bring them up unless I'm on stage. Yeah. If someone's like, hey, do you want to go over our scene? I'm like, no. I, I would rather not. I still go over the scene, but I mess up a lot more than I do on stage. Hopefully. Usually. Yeah. Um but yeah. Yeah, that's my ritual. I don't I don't listen to like a particular song or Sometimes it changes for each show. Like uh with when Ben and I were in Tom Sawyer, there's always this part where I would we were on stage and I'd whisper like it's go time. Because we were like fifteen and sixteen and I thought I was like cool. <laughs> 
thought it was like Dwayne the Rock Johnson up there. <laughs> so I would I'd give that one liner and then we'd go and and it's like there's different things like that for each show that like I'll probably do something. Mm-hmm. Sometimes if I'm alone like off to the side room i feel like people think i'm being rude but i'm, I'm just trying to be by myself <laughs> no i've clear that, clear that up yeah no i i think that's a lot of people have weird things i i don't do any i just sit and talk like i'm not going on to a show mm-hmm. and, and sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't <laughs> <laughs> i don't know all right well do you have any more yeah i got a few more okay Sorry, I I miss I know, you distributed these. Yeah, you did. Okay. <laughs> um. Oh, I lost my spot. Hold up. <sighs> okay, here I am. Okay. Do you do a lot of musicals? Which ones have you done? Do you have a favorite? What were some of the crowd favorites? God, that's a lot. Do you do a lot of musicals? We do a musical every year for the past twenty. What year is it? 2023? For yeah. the past 23 years. Except for the COVID year. Do you know what the first musical ever was? For what? For the... the... Here's something I want to clear up. Thank you for that. Whenever I say... Whenever I'm talking about the theater, I'm talking about this building. I'm talking about the Ghost Light, Starry Night, this building on 170 Shank. There, because there was years and years and years and years of stuff before me. Oh, okay. But it was before me, so I don't know any of it. Oh, okay, so, got it. whenever I say something like that's what I'm referring to. So the first musical done here, I want to say was Sound of Music. I could be absolutely spewing not real stuff. <laughs> Let me look. I'll look on the website. We have to fill the the silence with something though. You know, instead of saying not real stuff, you could say nonsense. I could say a plethora of fake <laughs> news. Well, I okay, it's early in the morning. I can't think that quickly. This is outrageous. It's Fiddler on the Roof. Fiddler on the Roof, oh. August 2001. They did multiple musicals before that, but I don't care because I wasn't alive for them. Have so you ever I seen don't know Fiddler them. on the Roof? Yes. Like the movie or the I've seen the stage play. I've seen the movie really long time ago, and I felt like it was just really long. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of those old musicals that I just... It's hard for me to care about old things. Oh, no. I love old things. And I got that from my mom because she would always watch like the Turner Classic Movie Channel. Okay. And I remember as a kid, I was like, oh, can we turn something else on? Um, but now I just learned to love them and like anything silent films, black and white. Oh, I love it all. See, I don't mind a black and white. I'll sit. I, I like a black and white. Uh, what carnival of souls, carnival of lost souls, carnival of souls, something like that. I like that a lot. It's an old movie. I don't like, I don't mind old stuff like that, but like you get an old musical and I don't relate to the songs. I don't really care about the songs. You get an old play. I don't relate, or like you relate on the most basic level. Then at that point, like I, uh, I don't. Uh. I remember watching Gone with the Wind, and that uh, in the movie they have an intermission. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and there was a time when it was on TV, and I f- finished it, and then it was having like an encore, so it was coming on again, and I almost watched the whole thing again. 
Why? Because <laughs> I like mo- I love those old movies. Here's a hot take, <laughs> and here will I I will lose all my credibility again. <laughs> I can never and will never sit through all of Gone Gone with the Wind. Why? Because I don't care. <laughs> In the simplest terms, I don't care. That's great. I love it. I don't. I don't care. It's so old, and it's so yeah, all the who old. Cares if it's old. I can't stand old timey language. I can't stand it. <laughs> I absolutely. Uh, but these people bothers came before me. us. They yeah. teach us what we know now. Yeah. Thank you for that. But <laughs> I doesn't mean I have to listen to your your four and a half hour movie. No, thank you. And I'm I'm completely destroying all my credibility right now. I respect everything that came before us, if it's good. And I'm sure that's good. I haven't seen it, and I'm not going to see it. So, I don't know. That'll whoa, always whoa, be a question you, mark. You haven't even seen it? Like, no. any of it? No. I thought you started it and then was like, okay, oh, this God, is too no. long. No. So, how do you even know you don't like it? Because I don't care enough to watch it. If there's something, like, I know the story, I know I don't care. I don't care. I'm sorry. I can't. I can't possibly sit myself down and, and, and watch all of that. Mm. It just sounds like a dreadful experience to no, me. I love it. I love all those old ones. Now I, now I watch them all the time. I mean, not all the time, but if if there's a good one on that station, that channel. I'm yeah, and I'm not, I'm not against old movies, but I said I'm against old stuff because, like, I talked about old people earlier and, <laughs> like, an old Sweeney Todd. It's, uh, it's not interesting. It's not interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. What about an old Christmas Carol? Oh, that depends. There's a there's a version, and uh, Christmas Future, who was always one of my favorites because it was like Halloween in a Christmas movie. So I thought that was really cool. Um, you see, like his hairy arms coming out of the, the cape to point. That's stupid. <laughs> that is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the olden days, and you're figuring out how to work cameras and all that. Put a glove on him. <laughs> uh, figure that out. I don't want to see this man's hairy arm pointing out. It, stupid. Stupid. Got it. No. Noted. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next question. Oh, wait. Oh, no. That one was a lot of questions. Which ones have you done? We've done a lot of them. We've done Oklahoma, Sound of Music, Fiddler on the Roof, Godspell, Pippin, uh, Joseph, um, Beauty and the Beast, Beauty and the Beast, Nonsense, uh, Shout, Shout, Nonsense. Uh, I'm trying to think. Oliver, a lot of them, a lot of the classics we've done. And then now we're adding Sweeney Todd to that list. Do you think you'll ever do Phantom of the Opera? Or is that too big? I don't know. There's one play that I will never do. And this is... Well, there's probably multiple plays I never do. But there's one musical that I would never do, and that's Les Mis. I love Les Mis. Absolutely love it. But I don't know. I just Why? It's, it's too big. Oh, okay. It's too big. It's it's Yeah, it seems... Three and a half hours long, yeah. and you need the rotating set, and you need to have... Like, I don't know, 10, not good singers, not great singers, but the best Incredible. And that's crazy. That's crazy. When you're not paying people. Yeah. That's crazy. It's insane. And we see when you do it in the movie, love Hugh Jackman to death, but come on. (laughs) 
Russell Crowe. Who are we getting here? <laughs> so there's that. Uh, do you have a favorite? Yeah, my favorite is Joseph that we've done. Yeah, we went over this. Yeah. What were some of the crowd favorites? Well, the highest grossing musical is Joseph. Both times. Oh, wow. It's one and two for musicals. The first time got more. <laughs> I hate saying that, but it did. There's a huge <laughs> there's a huge debate. If you're in the first one, you're like, well, the first one is so much better. If you're in the second one, the second one is so much better. I don't care either way. They both <laughs> made money, and they're both good shows. So get over it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that those were some of the crowd favorites. Beauty and the Beast is also a crowd favorite. Uh, I'm trying to look for more. Sorry. Does the same person direct all the shows, or are there different directors? Uh, my dad directs. I direct. My mom used to direct. Uh, Amanda co-directed one last year. Uh, we used to do one X, so multiple di- different people would direct. Right now, it's just my dad and I. Do you still make models of the sets out of balsa wood first? I so I attempted to make a set out of balsa wood. Hmm. I attempted to make the Little Women set out of balsa wood, but I gave up because it was tedious. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, I was in Tech Wars or Tech Club, and like we got to build this bridge. So like I got super obsessed with building balsa wood bridges and stuff. <laughs> and yeah, it evolved into to sets, and then I I never actually fully created one. Do you have a favorite set from a show? If so, what is it? Why is it your favorite? Deep End of the Dark, the forest set. I feel like it's going to be really hard to surpass that. We have one next season that possibly could. There's my hint. Yeah. Well, sorry. I just like <laughs> spaced out. There. You got nothing? Um, well, we answered this in an earlier podcast. I think The Lodger. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think Sweeney Todd's going to be a really cool set. I think that'll be up there for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But it's it's also the opportunity. Like We don't have the opportunity to make an entire forest on the stage. We definitely don't have it next season, spoiler alert. And I don't know when we'll have it again. But like next time we do that, I think we could one-up that one. But I feel like there's not going to be a ton of opportunities to do that. Why? Well, just because like different sets. Like that one literally just takes place in a forest. But if they did it before, why can't you do it? Well, I'm just like, once we do that show again, yeah. Then like we could probably one-up it. But other than that... Sets take place, like shows take place in so many different areas. It's going to be hard to just make. I said this in an earlier one too, when you can just make one spot on on a set. Like, okay, we're only in in the forest. We're only here. Like the anything goes boat was a beautiful set. It's like, all right, we're we're pretty much just here. So I like that when you can just focus on one thing. Are all? Oh wait, did I answer? If so, uh, why is it your favorite? Yeah, it's my favorite because it was a forest on the stage. <laughs> yeah, that would have been cool to see. Yeah, very cool. Are all auditions the same as the ones you talked about for the musicals? No. Musicals are separate. But all So the regular routine for normal auditions is you fill the form out downstairs, you walk upstairs, the director is sitting somewhere, <laughs> and you hand them your form they look at it over 
and call you up to do cold reads. All of our auditions are cold reads. Love a good cold read. I hate cold reads. I think everybody hates cold reads. I don't. Really? Oh, I thought you were being sarcastic. No. I Oh. <laughs> wow. I prefer a cold read over a monologue. It Okay, yeah. So it's definitely helpful cuz you you see like they don't usually they don't know what they're going into. Sometimes they don't even know the character. So it's helpful just to see the raw skill mm-hmm. of of a person or, or potential. So, uh, yeah, there's that. Yeah, like a cold read, you're not – you don't know the characters. So they're not expecting you to get it right on the nose. Yeah. It's just to see what you can do in the moment. Right. Yeah. So that those are our normal auditions, different from the musical. Do you have a favorite costume of all time? Mm. Little women costumes were gorgeous. Um, I don't know. Little women costumes are gorgeous. I, I liked what I was wearing in Yes, Virginia. Oh, yeah. I liked your costumes in that. Oh, is this a personal, a favorite oh, personal know. costume? No, I, that was just the answer I had. Oh, because <laughs> I'm trying to think of like if there was a particular play that I really liked the costumes and I mean Little Women I loved there's one where they, they so in Hound of the Baskervilles the Hound came out at some point and it was really brief but it was it was intense mm-hmm. it was intense and, and it could look really stupid if it's just if it wasn't done right but my dad did it really really well and it looked like just an actual beast so that was really cool i liked um i liked the outfits in frankenstein yeah 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 okay there's that (laughs) i got a few more do you think you'll ever get into writing your own play to be performed if so what kind of play would you want to write thriller thriller with a question mark i read that with the wrong thing uh, yeah. I mean, you and I have talked about <laughs> writing a play. Yeah. I have a play that I want to write. Um, but I want to write something like dramatic with you. So we're just still kind of trying okay, to Okay, but that is out. that the that the idea that you came with originally? No. Oh, it's I, something different? Yeah, kind of. Like I have I okay. I want to do this soon. I want to write it. I want to get it out on paper soon, and this would be a fall thriller. It would just be kind of like a love letter to Halloween, and okay. nothing like too crazy. I think my dad's first show he wrote was All Through the Night, so I'm not even going to pretend that I can chase <laughs> that and just start small and build up. Yeah, it's a, it's very it's very daunting to me when I think about writing um, like a script, a screenplay, anything um, just because so much goes into it. Yeah. And I am very much a person that's like edit as I go. And I, you can't do that. Like you have to just write, even if it's junk and then go back and edit and re-edit and re-edit again and again later on. Um, coming up with the story as well and like for me fully fleshing out characters 
that's something I've never really done before. I would like to. I just, I just don't want it to sound bad. Like the writing to sound bad. I, yeah, right. I want the writing to be <laughs> great. No, I it, it's it's tough. And the original version of Alter the Night is vastly different from what it is now. Really. So he did. He edited it. They. And we can talk to him more about this because obviously he knows more. He said they did it a few times and the audience reaction was whatever. It was fine. And they stopped doing it for a while and figured like that would be the last time they did it. And then he he re-looked at it, edited it, and now it's a show that everybody loves. Wow. Yeah, see, I mean, that just goes to show like you come up with something and it might not be the best, but you can go back and make changes. Yeah, and keep working on it, yeah. Yeah, and that, yeah, it just, it's hard to get started and to keep going, especially when you are like, okay, where, what is our direction? Yeah, right. And you have two people and two minds deciding, like, what should we do? Should it be this? Should it be that? Yeah, it's it's a hard process. Yeah. And and we met a couple times, but like, I I would like to write something with. I you. would also like to, yeah. It's time, and it takes so much time and effort to write something. I think. Well, we can talk about this in a later time. We don't have to go into it on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, um, I tend to lean into stories that are more. Like realistic and heartfelt and inspirational, like life changing kind of stories. Yeah. Um I don't necessarily go into like horror, thriller. Um, I love I know you do. Love it. And I don't mind it. And I I love like psycho thrillers and um things like that. And just things that make you think and um yeah. So, but like, I think if you have a story in your mind already set, then that's something that we should just go off of. Yeah, I was gonna say totally. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what time are we at? An hour and fifty three minutes. What? <laughs> yes. I. Oh my god. Okay, let's speed through these. Uh, any ideas for Halloween party this year? No. <laughs> okay. Truthfully, no. Um. Will there be one? Yeah, of okay. course. There'll be a Halloween party. Okay. What are you, crazy? I don't know. What's the most difficult part of what you do? Ooh, good question. Great question, Tracy. Thank you. Um, Ooh, a lot. Wait. I can't believe we're at two hours. I'm sorry, everybody. That is long. Yeah, maybe I should have told you, but I figured. <laughs> <laughs> that is outrageous. Uh, <laughs> now I can't even I focus. Mean, Carla says longer the better. So. Yeah. But, Two hours, I feel like it's that is so. Gone. I'm. I did not know we were there. Oh my god, we could have totally done a part two, like totally. part part one, <laughs> and then part two. Let's just put it out and see what happens. I don't know. Well, I guess yeah. If we had planned this, like, oh, if it was gonna take this long, I truly had no idea it would take this long. Yeah. Uh. Okay. What's the most difficult part of what you do? Oh, sometimes it was like what I was talking about before when you put all of yourself into something and you work so hard on, on something. And I had somebody at the end of Frankenstein say, oh, that was different. Like, okay, 
a year of my hard work into this, <laughs> and that was different. Oh, that was different. Thank you. And, and it, I know, like you're not whatever. It, it 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 doesn't mean a lot to to other people, but when you you work so hard on something, and and I had so much great feedback, so it, it makes up for it. But uh, sometimes stuff like that is is okay. Yeah, it's like the you can get a thousand positive comments, and then that one negative one will yeah. stick with you. And then I directed Aladdin and Bernice. Like there are there, I know there are people out there who will say that Aladdin and Bernice is the best thing that I directed. When it's not, like I, 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 I <laughs> straight I, up not. <laughs> it's not like like they, Deb and Joanne are, are they come prepackaged and they know their characters like the back of their hands. Don and Jesse know their characters like the back of their hands. So it's like I'm not so hands on with that. But Frankenstein, I was so hands on with. So I'm that's that's frustrating and difficult. Yeah. I think the hardest part of acting or writing uh, would be, or directing, would be not second-guessing yourself and going with your intuition. Yeah. Just sticking with your gut and believing in yourself. How long do you research a show before you start auditions slash rehearsals? Depends on the show. Frankenstein, I worked on for a year um Sweeney Todd I've been working on for a really long time so it depends on on what kind of show it is if it were like a comedy or like a Christmas Carol not as long because I know a Christmas Carol like nobody's business and not all I mean some comedies you you'd, you'd really have to look into because they're they're so meaningful but others it's again if your cast isn't funny then they're not funny and you can't change that so that a, a lot of the comedy is just hoping and praying you get funny people. <laughs> yeah. What can actors do to make a show experience run smoothly? Know their lines. <laughs> Not um, to sound like a jerk. Know their lines and write down their blocking. I don't write down my blocking, but there's some weird thing inside of me that will remember my blocking. That's like the only thing my mind can remember. So from week to week, I know I'll know my blocking. It's just the lines. If you if you come and try to be as prepared as possible, and here's a big thing, make this run smoothly. If it's one of my shows, don't make a stupid comment after everything somebody says. What? Like what? Oh, I've had I just uh, somebody will introduce himself, and then uh, somebody's like, oh, haha, this funny joke. And it's not funny, and nobody laughs. And then it's like, if we want to run smoothly, let's keep the comments to a minimum <laughs> and and run like that. There are some people who just... And that's in everything. I feel like that's really in everything. If somebody's talking to you and showing you how to do something, I would keep the, the bad jokes to a minimum. <laughs> I would say be attentive and don't talk wild, like... The director's reviewing something. It seems so obvious. Yeah, and then like the director's like, "Okay, we're we're gonna start this scene, and no one's in place." You know, mm-hmm. be in place and be attentive. You d- you don't need to talk to your friend, and just be ready. Yeah, yeah, be ready. We're respectful of your time. We we won't keep you past nine, so just be respectful of of everyone's time and do what you're here for. <laughs> And and I, that sounds so mean, but like I'm 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 genuinely just trying to help. Those are Tracy's questions. Thank you, Tracy. Ari, which actor is the best at playing an antagonist? 
gosh. Uh, I don't know. I it depends on the show. Ooh, an antagonist. I would say VJ. Because he can play anything. Yeah, but there's a lot of people that you could say like these people could play anything. Um, okay, well that's my answer. Okay. <laughs> okay, it's wrong. <laughs> I, no, I I um, I don't know. There's so many people. There are so many, so many people. Okay, well I say VJ because in all through the night, he was playing George. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so you didn't say me? No, because I also played. <laughs> no, I know. But <laughs> so no, but the thing, the question was, who? What is it? Was it? Which was actor it? is best at playing an antagonist? Yeah, best. So <laughs> VJ is better than me. That's crazy. <laughs> no, it's true though. It's no, true. No. I love you, VJ. Uh, okay, so those are those questions. Now, a few more questions, and then we are out. These are Vanessa. Thank you, Vanessa. You asked some very good questions. What is your dream show that you want to do someday in any capacity? So that includes dream role and dream show to direct. Do you want to answer first or do you want me to answer first? I have no clue. My dream role is Joseph and Joseph in the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. But I can't sing. So that's why it's a dream because maybe it'll happen, maybe it won't. But it won't happen because I can't sing. And then to direct, I answered that one. Greatest yeah. Showman. Uh, I don't know. There, there's just so many roles that I've looked at. In, in, I mean, I'd say more so in film where I'm like, oh, I, I would just love to play that character. Right. Um, I would love to be in Stranger Things. Yeah, that would be a cool one. What else? I love the eighties. Any okay? Do you know the actress Saoirse Ronan? I do. Yeah, yeah. Anything, any any part she plays, I want. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I like yeah, that. I like, like her a lot. If I were to mimic an actor's um, career, it would be hers. I like that. She's mm-hmm. very good. Mm-hmm. Who is your favorite Stranger Things character? This is my question. Oh, um, Dustin. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Dustin, I like Dustin. My favorite. Oh wait, there's. Hold on, I was only thinking of the five kids. Oh no, not anyone. Um, Steve. Okay. I it like was Steve. it was Jonathan, but then this past season, there was like nothing going on with him. So. Yeah, he's kind of a creep. Yeah. Taking pictures of Nancy. <laughs> I always thought that was weird. Um, season yeah, one. I love Steve. Love Nancy, love Dustin, and honestly, I don't think Will gets enough credit. People just kind of leave him behind. Yeah, because he's either getting possessed or just doing exactly. absolutely he's nothing. Like, like the whole first season was him being possessed. No one cared about it. Yeah. Um, he was the one being possessed, guys. He had some good <laughs> acting chops in there. You will never in a million years guess who my favorite character is. Susie. <laughs> no, 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 not Susie. Billy. Oh yeah, Billy. I love Billy. I love Billy so oh much. Oh my god, that reminds me of who's the other guy? What's his name? Eddie. Yeah. I love Eddie. I love I Max. Love... I love Eleven. But Billy's my favorite. Love Billy. Love. I love him. 
that actor. He he played that part. So he's well. fantastic. He needs to get more roles. Yeah, he looks I, I like Zac Efron. I don't know how I haven't seen him in more things. Yeah, he looks like Zac Efron though. Um, beloved Eddie. Love Eddie. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's off topic, but yeah. okay. Oh, uh, so I think that covers hers. Yeah. Anything to do in any capacity. Dream role, dream role. What original would transfer well to screen? So what original play from the ghost site would transfer well to screen? <laughs> That's a good question. I have a few. Um, All Through the Night, obviously. I don't know why. That's not a movie yet. A Night of Dark Intent. I was going to say that. And I was thinking of one more I can't think of. Oh, Halloween Dreams. Mm-hmm. Halloween Dreams would be fun. It's it's a fun, feel good show. Yeah, I agree with all those. Love it. Uh, but sh- oh, oh, I didn't write this one down. Sorry. What? Oh, here it is. Okay, <laughs> what movie, TV series, book would you like to see adapted to stage? Why do you think it would work on our stage? Oh my God, I have that question. answer as well. Okay, you answer that. Um, I've already designed multiple set ideas and character ideas for Edward Scissorhands on stage. Oh, yeah. Corpse Bride on stage. <laughs> and uh, there was something else I can't remember. Greatest Showman. But isn't Greatest Showman... On stage? Is that a thing yet? No. Oh. They we talked about that two yet? hours ago. I know. I know. <laughs> but I'm like, they have, really have... I feel like it's in the process. Uh, Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. TV series, I don't know. I don't watch a lot of TV. Book. There's one book that I read in high school that I think would make a great play. And I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, that's sad. It's a really good book, though. It's like one of the only books that I, I... I had a great English teacher. I had multiple great English teachers. And it was really, really... It was just a cool story. Like, one that you don't usually get. Like, this, there's this group of guys, and one of them kills one of the other guys. And it's all, like, teens, and this girl's in school. And she's working with this detective who has... Um, this eye problem where like he's starting to go blind. So she has to like kind of step up more, but she's just like a like secretary kind of deal. Like she's not a detective, like on the case, like it's not the Hardy boys and it's all just very real. And like, she falls in love with one of them and then, yeah, I mean, it goes down from there, but it's, it's really cool. I think it would make a great play. Just don't know what it is. I don't remember it. I gave it to my dad though. And he loved it. So who knows? Um, I can't really think of anything at the moment. I I, re- I read a lot of books, but... Yeah, I was going to say, you're the book person. I know. I've read like five books in my life, and I could pick <laughs> one. I mean, lately I've been reading a lot of nonfiction, so there's that, but... I don't know. Any any classic novel I would love to see, I guess. Classic novel. All right. Movie? No Movie? I, I really needed this question beforehand <laughs> to be able to think of what my answer would be. 
Maybe yeah. maybe I'll have one for you next episode. Next episode. Okay, maybe I'll have the title of the book next episode. I'm sure people are just salivating <laughs> over this book title. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. I'm sure I won't find it. I'm sure I won't think of it. I'd like to give it a read again. That's all of our questions. I wow. think. I believe. Let me let me give a look over Ooh, on this sheet. That was long. That, oh yeah, I'm I okay, I thought you were gonna say like an hour fifteen. <laughs> and I'd be like, Great, let's we can lengthen this a well, little bit. Well, I didn't say anything because we weren't at the two minute or the two hour mark yet and we already have an episode that's two hours. Yeah. Like everyone was acting like, Oh yeah, I gotta watch I gotta listen to that one. It's oh, like it's two hours. I know, I do think two hours is too long. Um so I really think Next time we have something like this and we get that many questions or just an episode in general that we think is going to be long to break it into two parts. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I, I love listening. I listen on my way to work, from work, on my break. I don't know. It's fun. I like it. Yeah, no. I, gives you more content. To um, listen to. I listen to all the episodes. So I'm caught up. You're very welcome. nice. Very nice. <laughs> I listen to them the day they come out. Just... No, I listen to all of them except uh, Vanessa's and Chris's the day they came out. So I had to catch up on that. Yeah. No, I, I, I just want to make sure like I don't sound too ridiculous and too stupid. And I forget what we talked about like as soon as we leave here. So it's fun to, to listen to what I said because I don't remember. All right. Well, I think we should wrap it up. Yeah. This was episode eight. Q&A, all your questions. Thank you for sending in all your questions. Yes. We had some really good ones. Yes, thank you to Tracy and Bella for helping set that up because I am a boomer with technology. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I, I didn't think we were going to get that many questions. Yeah. No, that was great. Thank you all for asking questions, the insightful questions. Yeah, I hope you really enjoyed our answers and, you know. Yeah. I got to go sleep. But... <laughs> First, we got some things coming up. We have a spring acting class coming up. We have the Butterfly Show coming up the weekend of the 23rd through the 26th. Come support. You cannot reserve tickets. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. We have a surprise coming up for the summer. I won't say who I have that surprise with because <laughs> I told Alex and she was able to guess what the surprise was right away. So, um, Yeah. That person will be on the podcast eventually. We have our guest set for next week, which we will also keep a surprise because why not? Yeah. Follow us on social media, Starry Night Theater, on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. And we'll see you for episode nine. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.